one. Welcome, welcome to the Let's Talk Crap podcast. And today, I have two people instead of one, and it's the power couple. It's Frank <laughs> and Nidhi. Uh, how are you guys doing? I'm good. How are you? So Frank and Nidhi, they are like my sister's friends, and they live in Canada, in Toronto, and. Uh, like you know we like you know i got to know them like you know from my college time onwards and it's been like almost yeah. like 10 like 9 10 years i think right now yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. nidhi used to nidhi used to live in toronto we've moved hmm. to vancouver hmm. now, now we live in vancouver but yeah we've known each other for a long time <laughs> and it's been i mean like it's like, you know the first time, i think the first time i met uh first time i met nidhi was in when she and gogi were staying in that small little house and uh, i was like come over there and then nidhi would be like you know she go and meet frank and then, like it would be so like she would hardly spend time at the house and then i'd be like and uh, you know so it was it was crazy you know so wait days. the first time we met was in uh, bangalore then not in mysore did you ever come to mysore I came to Mysore, but I stayed with Googie and uh, like you know Aisha. her roommates, Aisha and all that. Mm-hmm. No, I stayed with them, so I was there. And then yeah, so I I remember we remember that that that's that episode with uh, what is his name that guy David. <laughs> yeah, David. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, I remember. David. He was my uh, university crush. We were all like, crushing on each other. Like you know, Frank, we went for like. We went to some party or something like that. We went you clubbing. You went there? I can't believe you were there. Yeah, you. I went. I came with you guys, right? You, me, and Gogi. We three went, and then you said, "Let's go meet up with this guy." And then we went. We started. We partied there, and uh, yeah, that was like I think the first time. I think. Wait, 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 wait! I know which person you're talking about. You're not talking about David. You're talking about Karan. Karan Bakri. No, 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 David. The, that, David. We also. went for. We went for another party also that time. Oh. Yeah, was Karan? Yes, you were crushing on. No, Karan was <laughs> like trying to keep a count here. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, those fun days, man. Like, but then after that, like, um, so like, how how's it been right now for both of you? Like, pandemic and stuff like that. How's it been so far? Um, we yeah, it's been okay. Actually, over here, it's kind of normalized to some extent. We going back to work and whatnot. Uh, it's just you know, family has been one thing we haven't met in a long time, so uh, that has not been very great. But otherwise, I think in terms of jobs, I think most people we know who've lost jobs have got jobs back. Um, I went through a stint of losing jobs and putting yeah. myself on hold. putting myself out there going through this whole circle of what am i doing why am i doing this do i have to do this do i have to do architecture do i like do something else should i move into technology should i start studying like it just went through this whole you know spiral of so many things during the pandemic and then i think i by the time i went through all that spiral my old company called me back okay. so that was also one Uh, it kind of made the whole effort of me going through or self-reflecting all of this so futile, mm. which again got me started thinking that if I've become like this whole what do you call indisposable object that you can let go of me, then you bring me back, let go of me. I felt <laughs> I felt very uh, what do you call it? It felt really bad. Like that's all I can say. And So obviously I started looking and then um, I started speaking to few people then found a job then I started my again I started working in a different company just 4 months back so yeah I think that is that is really good like a lot of people are able to find like maybe are able to find jobs during covid which is that's you know, damn difficult too. it's not easy yeah. it's like yeah it's not easy yeah not because easy. most people are losing their jobs and then they go out and fight and find jobs so i think that's really interesting to see in the market now where people actually putting out their resumes and get jobs uh, after having lost it but yeah uh, we've been trying to pick up hobbies um, over covid because <laughs> it's you know yeah, what, what what are the hobbies you got to do at home man? like it's probably got to be like 
you know like i don't know play guitar or something like that i guess yeah so <laughs> i just because yeah i i yeah. started learning a little bit of ukulele because oh. you were uh, learning it already and then she was like why don't you try out a couple of these chords <laughs> so that is fun uh, especially when you're working from home you need like you know something you're not interacting with colleagues you're just sitting yeah. by yourself you have interactions by via you know video conference or whatever but it's not really the same right so you want yeah, to move a little bit and do something uh, for a break once in a while so mm. that is good and uh, i think we got really close to the dog <laughs> yeah the like, dog is like it's vice versa he got really close to us he's yeah. so clingy now oh my god the dog is like he's not that kind of a dog Does he, like, if you point a camera at him and all, is he like camera shy or is he like? like no, he's not. Like... No, he's he's perfectly fine with cameras. Uh, but he his own thing. He's got like a Kong with some. Oh. Food in it, so. Oh shit! So like that's all he does every day, is it? Play with the ball? <laughs> yeah, I mean pretty much. Actually, he goes and lies down on the stand. That and sunbathing. That's all he does all day. Oh. It's already pretty dark actually. Very I don't know what Sunday is. I just said he's already pretty dark. Like I don't know what Sunday is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't apply the lotion because it's cool for him. <laughs> just so you guys all know, there he's a black formosan. He's actually a, a Taiwanese mountain dog. So if your listeners are how wondering, get, how do they get Taiwan? How do they get a Taiwanese mountain dog in Canada? Like. How did that happen? Do you yeah. have any idea about that? Yeah, so that's actually uh, an interesting thing because apparently, um, and we don't know how much of this is true, uh, <laughs> these dogs are kind of endangered in Taiwan. Oh. Uh, so there, there are these charitable organizations that bring them over to hmm. Canada, um, and then you know if somebody wants to adopt them, they can adopt these dogs. So. Uh, we wanted to adopt a dog when we were looking for a dog, um, and Nidhi found this place where she was able to adopt him from. And we saw him, and he looked really cute. So <laughs> instantly in love with him. Well, did he like start off being like? Did you guys get him when he was very small, or was he like like? Is he like yeah. already big enough? He was about five big? months old when he when we got him. So it's not oh. it's not like three months, but still you know still young enough to uh, train him quite a bit. Um, we did train most most of the stuff ourselves. Actually, Nidhi did most of the training. Okay, and like you, you were like, okay, I'll I'll just pass over all the all the work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, no, he's, the, he's the he's the good cop. He's like the excellent. <laughs> he's like his best friend. <laughs> yeah, so I I used to have dogs in the farm because I grew up in a farm and we used to have dogs in the farm all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. I've seen. I yeah, mean, there's a lot of dogs over there. In, yeah, in your farm. yeah. So. We had at least like most of the time we had, you know, at least one, but sometimes two dogs in the farm because it's used for protection, right? We have snakes and whatnot, so you need to be able to find them before they bite you. Uh, so I was giving her tips, you know, this is probably how we train them. But over here it's very different when you have a dog inside the house versus one farm because in the farm you're training them for a different thing, right? So yeah. Um, my training wasn't probably that efficient. <laughs> Something to call. Training in the farm. Training in the farm. Oh, did you actually train? Or was it efficient? Sure, he bites every single person. But don't worry, he turned out to be a crazy guy only. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know whether it's uh, COVID or I don't know whether it is uh, whatever. Anyway, he's he's not a people person. That's all. He's just okay. he's a bit shy. He's I think he's got a lot of traits of a rescue because rescues don't naturally trust um, mm. humans that much. And yeah. uh, when Frank was telling you about him being a danger in um, Taiwan, he's he's completely black. Even his nails are black. Like his nose, his nails, everything is black. And uh, apparently, um, black dogs in Taiwan are a delicacy, so they're they're put on the plate. Ew. That's kind of disgusting. <laughs> yeah. So they, yeah. Yeah, they rescue them and then they send them over to other countries. There's, I think, even Korean dogs. There's a variety of Korean dogs which um, are susceptible. No, we can go on a we can go on a segment talking about how like why do people eat dogs and all that stuff. But I, you know, I think it's better <laughs> to leave 
it's Lego. Yeah, it's Lego. I guess it's like yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, but okay. So actually, like, I wanted to ask. Uh, actually, you know, uh, when I asked, when I told a couple of people that I'll be interviewing you guys and all stuff, actually, a lot of them told me like, ask this question, ask this question. You know, they need to ask. They need to answer this question. Oh like, how did you? How did you guys like first meet up and? Like how was that story? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you got it. Yeah, you explain this very well. Like, oh, I'm sure you guys would have. I'm going to talk I'm about Frank in boxes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty sight, by the way. <laughs> anyway, so we need to get those photos. <laughs> Indian, uh, you know, Pindu Anal, but in boxes. Okay. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> With the family. <laughs> <laughs> that would be crazy, you know. If you came to the wedding, like actually, like, <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> those boxes, like. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get married. Guys, gonna have like a couple of years and go to the farm and all that. Get married. <laughs> Could have been a trendsetter. You never know. <laughs> so Fra- Frank is uh, Betsy, or aka Elizabeth's cousin, and um, so Betsy and I are really good friends. Betsy, me, and Shweta, obviously from college, and that's how I know Kanan. Or yeah. So Betsy was staying with me in Chennai, and uh, all her cousins. So Frank is actually her paternal side of cousin, and all their cousins were meeting up in Chennai. They were having like a getaway sort of a thing. And at that time, I think one other cousin of hers, his name is Joe. He um, he used to live in Chennai. So they all come from Bangalore. They were visiting, so they went to Mahabalipuram. They were having a great day. So they picked up Betsy, and I couldn't join that day. They wanted me to join as well, but I couldn't join. Uh, but they had like a whole day of fun, and then they were coming to drop Betsy back at my place for the night. So, and I think during the beach trip, this is all me hearing, by the way. You should be telling the story because yeah, I so, thought. I think I think one. I think I, I think both of you would have a different version, maybe. I, I'm that firm with you. Okay, okay. Then 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 then. So I, I was told that uh, Roshan, who's the other cousin, started uh, asking Frank about how he would be if he would have to set. Like they wanted to set him up with me. Yeah, well, actually, what happened was uh, we were just teasing Betsy, you know, because Betsy's mm. friend. You know, all these guys mm. are turning up at a place, so we're like, yeah, we're gonna try butterflying your friend, start going out with her, blah blah blah, just to, like, you know, get her a little wary, right? But then she seemed to be okay. <laughs> oh, she seemed to be okay in the sense that she called me in the middle of the day, being like, "What are you wearing?" And I was like, "What do you mean? What am I wearing? I'm just wearing a t-shirt and a and a skirt or something. I don't know what I was wearing. Anyway, yeah, I just I, said I'm wearing a." And and we thought we were just going to drop you off and you know go do our own thing. Uh, but then <laughs> somewhere in the middle, uh, one of my cousins, Roshan, and then Betsy's were trying to scheme as to whether I should start going out with Nidhi. And then we get there, and then all of a sudden we are going to her house to meet her parents <laughs> with my family members. Oh my God, that fast? Yeah, that fast. Brother boys, so they were like four, her four brothers, and then oh. one of her uh, her brothers. Sister was also in Chennai, so her, her husband. I mean, like there were six people who showed up from his family with Betsy. My God! And they all like, they were already the planned it, you know. They already like, planned it well in advance. They were like, okay, this is the girl. It like, was a pentagonal, actually. We <laughs> were supposed to be just leaving Betsy off with Nidhi and her family and going oh. into their own thing, but it turned out to be a whole different thing. <laughs> <laughs> Giggling, they were all like. I don't know. I knew there was some inside joke happening because I'm like looking at Betsy and Betsy's like calling me. She was calling me like three times. She's like, "What are you wearing?" I'm like, "What do you mean? What am I wearing? I just went to my grandparents' place and I'm back. Like, just come home. Like, what are you asking me all these for?" She's like, "No, no, no. What are you wearing? Go change into something nice." And I'm like, "Oh, really?" Yeah. I'm like, "No way. I'm doing that. Just no." 
and then she's like no no tell me what are you wearing then i had to tell her because she knows obviously every dress and every nook and cranny of my wardrobe we live together so anyway so it's so funny and then and then they drop her and then we're walking back and i hear frank being uh, frank telling roshan i still remember i hear frank telling roshan or julius or one of them oh she's actually kind of cute or something Oh, you yeah. did say that and then you walking yeah. towards the bike i think and uh, one of someone someone came in a bike right yeah i think so yeah yeah, yeah. there's one bike in a car oh julius man i remember julius all left what no, no no i was just saying i just when you said julius then i just remembered like i think i think he came uh, i think he i remember i think meeting him at the house and we were doing i was showing him push ups or something like i don't remember what it was <laughs> it was something weird like i was Sounds like, like I, i was like very i was very small at that time <laughs> if he if he listening to it maybe he might remember it i don't know <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that sounds like Julius showing pull-ups. No, no. I think he was. I think I was doing that. I think I'm not sure. I think it was uh, me. Actually, he was into uh, at one point. He was into like building his body and taking care. Of okay, okay. So, so yeah. You have so many cousins, dude. Like it's like crazy, man. Like, it's like, yeah. One after the Pro- other. I'm like, I'm like. Procreation like, was a thing in our family. <laughs> <laughs> Oh that was one thing, but like my sister and I being born in the same day is like crazy. It was five years apart. Now. That's like yeah. That's like a that's, that's we used to pull yeah. <laughs> we used to pull Shweta's leg. About <laughs> how they planned it. Yeah, your dad's in defense. So, so Nidhi, you were you were you were saying something, right? Sorry, I interrupted in between. Actually, uh, what were you saying? Um, nothing. So yeah, then after they all left early, Betsy told me the whole story. What happened in Mahabalipuram, and they were all teasing, and they. they just like thought it was funny to do this and blah 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 and yeah that's it so that is that is the first yeah. meeting actually first in in a house with her parents in his boxers wasn't really boxers okay. they <laughs> wanted to be boxers in india like people used to wear boxers know, as a, as a, as a malayali style. as a malayali you can pass it off as a munda and all that stuff i don't yeah, say it like we <laughs> could have like munda but uh-huh. Tiny boxes. Wanted. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Just like come on. Okay. Now you know something called size does matter. Like it's going to be good to that stage. Like you know, it wasn't tiny boxes. I might have to but... say I'm talking about the boxes. <laughs> yeah, just the record. We are only talking about the boxes. Okay. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it is. But it is funny because we met uh, her <laughs> father, and her father's in technology. He runs his own uh, company, right? Oh so my god! He was asking all these questions about technology and what kind of jobs. Yeah. What are you guys doing? <laughs> Where do you work? Like every single person, and there were like at least five of them, and all of them into IT. Oh my god! It's crazy. Yeah. It is an interesting conversation for sure. Yeah, and then and then after that, I I got back to Mysore, just doing our own lives, whatever. And then um, and then I think for his birthday, Betsy wanted to call call him, and so she was like, okay, 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 let's do a prank call. So she wanted me to prank him by saying by messaging from my number. She wanted to wish him so messaging from my number and um, basically messaging and pranking him. Sort of a thing, being like, you know who I am, and you know I'm your admirer, and all of this some shit. I don't remember what it was. It is very lame. Now, admirer. now to think of all this. This was which year, dude? This was which year? Two thousand nine. Nine, yeah. Nine. Oh, long then. Okay, and Frank was Frank was like, you know, he was like such a flirt. He like he had no. He, he he had no idea who this person is, but he was embracing all this anonymous prank. Yeah, you know, he's he's, he's like, very yeah, he's very charming, you know. Like he's somebody exactly silently, you know. Tell me, would call me and do that stuff all the time, you know, like just to like play a prank. So I just got used to that whole line. <laughs> oh my god! Anyway, if someone had that, to do this to me, I'd be like creepo, and I would have blocked the number. But Nidhi, That's exactly you know, that what worked. I used to do at that time. But Nidhi, that worked. That worked, you know. That that flirting actually yeah. worked. So it's like I guess I got prepared for <laughs> one call. <laughs> yeah. like, they were like, they sent you. Okay, Frank, just go and prank her. Maybe one of us will get it. Maybe one of us will get it. <laughs> and then you ended up dating her at the end. <laughs> like, like, oh God! Oh God. <laughs> That's a 
possibility, yeah. <laughs> I realized that day how men see pranking and women see pranking. I was like, this how had to prank me. I'll be like such a creepo. Frank was like totally embracing this and yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, so then yeah, we exchanged numbers. We started texting, and then I met him in October. Yeah. Seems like first date, I guess. Yeah. And so you guys have been in a relationship for like for so long. Like I, I mean, I don't, I like, I haven't like, I, I mean, I've met so many people, and people like, I like, I meet up, like, even me also. Like, I'm not a person who had like such a long relationship with somebody, you know. So when I see like every time somebody asks me like, do you know anybody who has who's had been in a long relationship? Like, yeah, I do know two people, but like, <laughs> you know, like, but it's like they're like it's so weird. I don't know how they do it, and like, and like you know even like. Anybody who I know, right? Like, I think you guys are the only ones that I know that I know. Maybe other people might know other people also, like who've been in a, in a relationship for a long time. But I think you guys are the only ones I know who've been in a relationship for so long. Like, what is the secret to that? Tell me that. Like, how do you guys secret First to like? First of all, you're scaring me by saying so long, so long three times. Oh, no, are you like you're not that old? That's yeah, the it, is, it is quite long. Yeah, I I think it's pretty long, right? People like kids have grown kids have grown up like. <laughs> I met Vicky when he was in uh, UKG, and now he's like probably in like college or even past that. He's asking for uh, applying to universities in Canada, and I'm like, oh god. Vicky's like I'm nine years that. younger than me, you know. Like I feel like an I feel like an uncle. Oh, uh, thank you, Kanal. <laughs> you know, I'm digging myself into a grave. This, this rate, you know, like keep asking these questions. But like, yeah, like I mean, yeah. I, I mean that in a good way because like a lot of people, like you know, I've been in relationships that that haven't lasted for long, and I spend so much, I spend so long, I spend a lot of times like thinking like why doesn't it, like why doesn't it work out? You know, why is it that it works out for some people and doesn't work out for like. For like me sometimes, or anybody else actually, for that matter. Like, what, what, what is your like? Why do you think it works for you guys so well? Like, why is it work so well for you guys so far? Uh, I think it worked out because we were in an open relationship. Okay, but you know when I met her, the expectation very clear that I'm going to be in an open relationship with that daughter, <laughs> and it worked out really well. So like I'm still of... open. I'm still open. Tell everyone that you're not into a relationship. Just tell the girls' parents you want to be in an open relationship. It's gonna work out really well. Oh man, Nidhi, why you, why, like, what, what, what about you? Are you like, uh, like prepared for that? Like, why, did you have any doubts in between, or like, did it just oh. go like that? <laughs> right. I was like, started off this relationship. <laughs> Very, 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 very. Not just in between. Even now, there's so much. Doubt. <laughs> That's why I don't want to. I don't want to ever think that I've been in a relationship for so long. You know, like, I, I seriously. Come think on, I have after some point, you guys. I mean, what you have to look back at some point and say, yeah, this was pretty long. Like I was in a relationship for like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's like you know, like no, I mean, like I don't. Day, and I'm like, no, it's not that long. I feel like when I saw Vicky growing his mustache, I was like, "Holy shit, this has been a long relationship." Wow, <laughs> <laughs> Vicky! Like you know, he's you know, he's been. Yeah, you have to pull Vicky into the conversation. But yeah, it's uh, I I I feel like there's there's been doubts for both of us, right, over the course mm. of a relationship. I mean, when you've been in such a long relationship, it'd be surprising if you've not had doubts for a few. <laughs> Yeah, few right. times. Also, we had a long distance going on for some time, which is, I think that is probably the toughest part because I never thought. That's the most difficult. Yeah, I never thought long distance. Yeah, I never thought long distance relationship ships worked. And when we were when we were going into the long distance uh, phase, I I was you know I had very little, I mean not very little hopes that it would stay, but I wasn't quite sure if it's going to remain after uh, that period, but. We made an effort to go meet each other. Um, she was living in Kitchener, um, actually Cambridge, and I was in Chicago. And we, you know, go to each other once in a while and try to catch up. So, yeah, and we stayed connected, even though there were challenges. Like she had her coursework, I was not so busy working that time. But um, we used to try to stay in touch with each other as much as possible. And, 
um i think communication is the key uh, when it comes to relationships but you're going to have doubts like all the time <laughs> you'll have doubts every single day of your life you guys like talk about but do you guys like talk about uh, that stuff that kind of stuff like openly like do you guys like tell each other like you know i thought about this and like you yeah know, you guys do that every time like every every when season. you when you start fighting you're like yeah i thought about breaking up with you it's over 120 times over that number keeps increasing because it's you know. and actually that's one of the reasons we didn't want to get married too for the longest time because we were dating for like 10 years before we got married um we didn't want marriage to be that one thing that holds us together you know if you're living as a couple together why have a document dictated to you right you've just got to have that relationship or you're just dragging it along because you are to you know together because of uh, family and um, that document or the obligatory part of it right like we didn't want yeah. the obligatory part to come between the relationship we just we we thought that if we wanted like every day you stay with somebody that's a commitment you make to be with that person right like you don't need you don't need a piece of paper telling you okay you know you're married so you have to be together oh you bought a house you have to be together you have a dog today you have to be together oh you know your pa- you know his parents you have to be together like these are things that it's always going to keep playing in your head but i think it's important to look beyond that and tell yourself every day that if i'm waking up with this person i want to be waking up with this person you know like it's he makes me happy i want to like I want to spend the day with him. I want to go out for lunch with him or I want to I want to sit and read a book with him. And we've come to a point where both of us can be in the room and be completely silent. He can do his thing, I can do my thing. I'm watching TV, he's he's playing game, uh, you know, video games or something. And and we're totally okay with that because we want to basically spend time with each other, but you don't really have to talk to each other. It doesn't have to be that you have to constantly be at each other's feet. These are all things that over the past like time we've realized that we want to do and and we were totally against the option of marriage because i did not really believe i still don't believe in the concept of marriage and the institution behind it and saying that acha you're married so you have to be together or this i don't know there's some sort of like i i i, I don't know what it is it's just that legal pounding about it i don't know i i, I hate it i should talk you about obligations it's uh, you can share this podcast to your family and friends by the way yeah 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 they already know they already know that podcast that they're trying to convince us to yeah you can no, still you can share to extended family if it's <laughs> the opposite it's the opposite you know how like uh, they say oh if you get arranged marriage you if they get a divorce you can blame it on your parents this is the opposite of that we got married and if the marriage breaks i'm going to blame it on my parents i'm going to be like because of you we got married because and then we like broke this. up like you know you always have that you have that backup you know you can always say that you know it's because of you guys that this happened you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you anyway yeah, exactly. blame something it's just human nature but you know like I, but what's 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 amazing about your like both of your relationship is like you know it's like it's kind of like very it's based on trust which is very rare you don't see that amongst a lot of people like you know because it's very easy to like it's very easy to like fall in love with somebody and then it's extremely easy to like you know break out of that after a period of time because of a very small reason and people for some reason can't talk to one another i don't know if it's a generational thing i'm not sure about that but people like who people who are in our generation especially like i've seen that like where you know we can't like for maximum we probably be able to you know be in a relationship for a few months and then there's that period where we hit that block you know where you're supposed to cross it like that difficult period the phase where you get into arguments and you're not able to sort of like you know agree on anything and then move forward and stuff so i think like that's a very difficult thing to do and like you know you guys are an inspiration man to a lot of people thank you thank you Cool. I think just twice I can completely speak to that like I I I think from the day one um <laughs> Frank Frank said that was that was one of his mm. major like deal breakers like deal breaker as in like uh if there is even like a moment of time when I want to sway to another person or cheat on him or anything he said the door is all open <laughs> you can leave do it and you can say bye to me you know like 
that was a very established factor in the relationship and i was quite young and i didn't know what what that really meant and whatever it is but i was just like i i think slowly moving forward i kind of understood that that was very important to him and and now it's it's second nature i don't even have to think about any of that like cheating and all is 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 so is so silly like again it comes back to this comes back to this question of do i want to be with him every day right like if that is if that is the case then i don't have to think about that like this is my choice like if i don't want to see him and if i don't want to be with him then if I, that's not called cheating that means i'm out of love like i'm out of the relationship i'm i'm out of his out of the space where he is taken in you know somewhere in my mind right like so it doesn't make any sense yeah. like that and all it's just like i can just walk up to him and tell him sorry frank i'm like i think i think that's it like i don't have the same kind of feelings i had and yeah yeah, so yeah i think i think that's like a key thing you, you've got to have a way of understanding that a relationship is not forever you know like mm. it's and that and that's why it's important to uh keep working almost every day for a relationship because what happens in a lot of fam- families or uh, in a lot of couples is you start taking each other for granted and then you're like okay you don't really need to be nice to this person today because that person's not going to go anywhere because you're married to the person they you probably got a house with the person this couple of kids you can just go up doing your own business and you know disregard that person i think that happens to not just couples but it also happens to other relationships like even parents right like you live with them for quite a long time you're like you don't need to be nice to them you can be a total horrible person to them and they're still going to feed you food and look after you right uh, so I, my parents are like that i'm like that with my parents <laughs> yeah I, i think i think all of us have been at some point especially during our teenage years okay we're not going to they give feed me food <laughs> <laughs> like can I stay here and yeah. watch? I guess it is a hall pass, is, but uh, the food yeah. is going to keep coming, you know, no matter what happens or whatever you do. So I feel like it's relatable to almost every relationship. You've got to try to keep working towards it, and it's important to realize that um, even though they are going to be there with you, you know, there is an out. Almost every we, I mean, even with parents and kids, that we've seen scenarios where kids don't talk to parents for ages, and it's a horrible situation to be in. and would you want to be in such a situation by just taking it for granted the relationship for granted right that's true but like i yeah that's true i mean like but you know like i see like a lot of people like it is like people who are in my age right now people have i've hit that age where people in my age have started getting married and like some of them even have kids and all that right now so i'm like you know uh, i'm you know i'm already at this age where people are like telling me like okay when are you going to get married now so and then i'm like look at me just look at me for like 5 minutes and can you tell me on my face like am, am i going to actually get married you think i'm going to get married you think i look like somebody's going to get married right now i don't think so but like i don't know i guess uh, it's, it's it's something that is uh, you know um, i think uh, i don't know people talk about trying to find the person the right one for you and stuff like that now how true do you think that is like do you think do you think like i mean uh, you think it's possible for every person to find the right person or is it like or is it like you know you know is it like is arranged marriage like the only way for the only way out what do, what do you think <laughs> i no? think i think everyone i think everyone will have will be able to find somebody like it's not it's not find somebody i really think there'll be people in your life who will come and go and they'll again it comes back it's it's always comes back to this question who do you want to spend your day with right like you hmm. wake up in the morning and you want to and you can also spend it alone like that's also a choice you're making like so yeah, that's if true. that's what you want to do that's what you want to do but if you want to spend it with somebody and if you're looking for companionship then yeah you need to find similar wavelengths frank and i are opposite in so many things but fundamentally the things we like we you know we think about are we agree upon all of them like in terms of and i think that's also a learning curve that i've gone through and the fact that i met him at sorry i have to come back to this age factor i met him at a little young time frame you know when i i i i did not really have so many made up opinions of things or anything like that but but just the underlying fundamentals in our relationship was that like we can never take each other for granted like even today if um, 
if i have to come like if i'm coming late from work or something like that it's not like me telling him i'm coming late from work but it's more like oh i have a dog to take care of or he mm. has some errands to run and it's always asking the other person could you be able would you be able to do it would you do it today on my behalf or like you know that the sacrifice that is, you can't you can't you can't expect that that person would do it you know just because he's living with you or like we've married to each other okay he's just going to do it um or i don't know like small things like that is uh, is i think is something that he's actually taught me that because i am always a person in my house also i was like that i was like i was like yeah mama and papa like you know my parents are there my my mom's feeding me and it's 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 that sense of entitlement that i have i have grown up with which i have no idea about So the dog is barking by the way on the background if anybody like yeah, sorry about knows that. what that what that, what that uh, flick is <laughs> it's not me it's a dog yeah i know <laughs> he's the entitled one in this relationship <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah you said that i think that's i think that is what i think is a key to a relationship and any relationship like it can be even friends you know like this I I come from this perspective where a lot of, you have a lot of friends and you can just ask them for a for a favor you know just can you just do this can you just do this but just to ask that you should also be able to open yourself out and uh, uh, don't expect that that answer is always going to be yes mm. you know when you ask you always think that if I'm asking this person they're definitely going to say yes when they're yeah. a close friend. Yeah, sometimes you know them really well, so they just, will do that. Just you know, today, somebody just today somebody asked me for a favor, and I said no. Good, good. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Yes. Feel about it, Kanan. I don't know what the favor is, but I don't I know like, what it is. I was like, you know, it was something to do with money. So I was like, I don't. Know. I'm actually like, I was a little bit like short myself. So I was like. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. I, I wasn't sure because the thing is, like, you know, he, it just came out of the blue, and I was like, maybe I'll think about, it. I'll try my best or whatever. And then I was like, I said, I just said, no, man, I'm not sure and all that stuff. So I get, I mean, it also depends on like the situation, because like yeah, you know, when when somebody asks you like for a favor, no, you like, it's not just about like you know the person. It's it's not just about the favor itself. It can be anything. But also, like, do I want to help this person? Do I want to do this? Do I want to do that? You factor in like all the experiences that you've had with somebody in the past, and then you make that decision in the end. And you know, so in a way, like, you know, we are also judging people at the same time. You know, when that happens and all stuff. But somebody told me like once that, you know, the only way relationships work is if you sacrifice. If you like, if you're able to sacrifice something, and that's the only way a relationship would work. Being like you know, you give something to that person. That person also gives up something for the greater good of that relationship. And you know, so I was like, oh, that's an interesting take because only when you say, only when you, only when you sacrifice, can the other person see that you know, oh, you're willing to give up this important thing to be in a relationship with me. And if you can do that, then that means like you know, you really love me, or you you really think about me, you care about me, and stuff like that. Which is very difficult. I don't know. Would you buy? Do you believe in that? I don't know. I've never thought of our relationship as yeah. You have to give up things for sure when you want to stay in a relationship because you're not living by yourself. You know, it's just like traveling. If you're traveling by yourself, you can just do whatever you want, or spontaneously change it and do things that you want to like just by yourself. But uh, if you're traveling with other people, you're gonna have to consider their likes and dislikes, and uh, to some extent mo- modify the trip accordingly. But I've never thought of our relationship having value associated with what she has sacrificed for me. It's never been important to me, uh, to be honest. It's just, yeah, I've got to make some sacrifices. She's got to make some sacrifices, and that's how you make the relationship work together, right? And I think I would say sacrifice is a big word. Maybe compromise or accommodate or like, and it's and it's a bit of give and take. It's not like I I would never ask Frank to. Completely stop doing something, and that's like that's a no go actually. <laughs> yeah. Like. Uh, I mean. Yeah. Kind of weird, right? Like because imagine, if, okay, I'm a vegetarian. Frank's and Frank eats meat, and. Uh, <laughs> oh, that'll be a big, that'll be a big compromise. That'll be a huge yeah. compromise. Like, you know, things like that, like. Sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> that, <laughs> I, I, 
Actually, that that will be a sacrifice. That will be a sacrifice. That will be a sacrifice. Saying that's when you use the word sacrifice. Sacrifice is such a like. You know, when we start using it for one thing, we'll start using it for everything after a point. <laughs> yeah. So, so as example, uh, she starts eating meat and makes a sacrifice of not being a vegetarian. I'm not going to think it's of additive value to our relationship. Yes, it is going to be convenient for us to cook food every day, and when we go out, we just, you know, order together. But I don't. It's I don't see it as a being additional of additional value to our relationship. I, I don't know how that works. Maybe it works for other couples. I I don't. Just see it that way in our relationship. No, I don't know about you, Lydia. I don't know about you. Sacrifices anyone should be making for anybody else, apart from them, their own self. If you're bettering yourself to do something, fine. Mm. Like tomorrow, I might start eating meat because say I have to get a particular kind of protein. I have to go into this diet for my health or something. Yeah, but like, I need, I need to ask you that. Like, how do you have vegetarian all the time? Like, how is that? <laughs> like. I don't get it. For those who for those who can't see Kanan's uh, facial expression, it is one of uh, total sadness. Sadness. <laughs> I'm like you're missing out, bro. Like you're missing out on so much. Like, you know, I get the you know the you know at least you, you should the green revolution all is fine, it's cool. But like you know, like let's let's. Oh my God, I don't know, man. I've never gotten tempted to meet. Actually, she has eaten baby sardine of all things and loved it ah, by accident. Baby sardine. <laughs> But like, Frank, if 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 you got an option of having like chicken all the time, like twenty four seven, you would have chicken the whole time. Would you have like only chicken, like for the rest of your among life? Among not, among all non-vegetarians. Yeah, among non like if you had a choice between having chicken for the rest of your life or only spinach for the rest of your life, which one would you have? <laughs> Only spinach for us. I wouldn't want either of those lives. Like the thing is, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to test out how much of a thoughtless are you. Like you know, whether you go for the thoughtless or not. Like. <laughs> yeah. Everyone wants variety. Sounds, yeah, that sounds quite scary. <laughs> Except for the meat. Dude, I don't. You, Nidhi, you don't realize. Like I, I went to Frank's farm once, and that chicken that his mom made. Oh my god, dude! That chicken that was like. Scary. That chicken was just too good, man. Like you know, yeah. and it just Amma like. Really good food. I mean, fell... everyone in the family has told me it's a shame that I am. Ansi, Ansi is his mom's name. Ansi my daughter-in-law because I don't eat meat and she's a fantastic cook in the family. And they're all like, "Oh my God, she cooks really well, and you're never going to, you know, get to eat all of this." It's a shame that you got married. You know, you can family. take you can take tips from my mom. She's a vegetarian, and like. Yeah. She like takes. She makes a lot of meat and chicken and stuff like that and all that. Like you know, she yeah. I like. Yeah, it's incredible how uh, so many women like in India do that, right? Even though they're vegetarians themselves. Hey, it takes I a lot of. Uh, it takes a lot of. Uh, I don't know. It takes. It, it has a, a. You need like a certain sense of like calmness, like or patience. I don't know what it is, but to like be a vegetarian and then cook non-veg. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't get to eat what you made either. Yeah, that's what. Making it for somebody else. Talk about exactly. sacrifices, you know. <laughs> that is a sacrifice. Yes, spot on. I think I'm good. Frank and I still cook our own meals. Like I get to eat everything she uh, makes, so that's makes. great. <laughs> <laughs> She's made chicken curry for me once. In yeah. the in the eleven years of our relationship, that also was like, uh, is it cooked? Is it cooked? Taste it, touch it, feel it. <laughs> What is happening? Like, I'm I don't know. Quite sure who made it by the end of the <laughs> by the end of the time we cooked. I don't know how that's how. Like, I don't know anything about it. Like, I went to the meat mm. shop one day to pick up meat for Frank, Is it this chicken? I was like, yeah, I don't know. Wait, and then I called him, and then after that I hung up, and then she goes, "Do you want it skinless?" I'm like, oh, I don't know whether he eats it with skin. He doesn't eat it with skin. I'm, I'm just like, what? I don't know. Like, that's yeah. crazy. Like, how's the how's the food in Canada? How's that like? How's it been like? What's the food like? 
Is it like how like do you guys like I mean when it comes to food I'm sure you guys would miss India uh, when it comes to food right No Yeah yes or no Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So what you do don't you get like, good you don't get good Indian food here Um, and yeah. I think, especially for Nidhi, it's very difficult. At least in the beginning, I think it was very difficult for Nidhi when she'd go to restaurants because you don't have a lot of vegetarian options in the restaurants. Uh, unlike in India, like when you go to a restaurant, there you have a lot of it. I mean, they have to have a lot of vegetarian options, right? So over here, you have like one or two, and depending on what kind of restaurant you go to, like if you just go to a regular um, Asian restaurant or a, you know, looking to eat some Chinese food, they would have. vegetarian written in a section oh. but what they mean is that they adding vegetables oh. and not vegetarian dish <laughs> so nidhi so would go at the beginning and then order from the big vegetarian section <laughs> the on the sides she left on the side yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and then we soon understood that that's not how it works so then we'd have to go to the restaurant talk to the waiter and that's, tell them that that's crazy that's like a just Indian, vegetables yeah. that you would that's like a indian way of thinking Like, yeah, you see when somebody says vegetarian, and then you go and see this like take. Dude, vegetables. I've had so many embarrassing stories over here. So many. I can write a book of how embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. I so went and ordered a cheeseburger once, thinking that it'll be like you know. Have you oh. had Ice and Spices cheeseburger? It's amazing. Okay. It's a yeah, vegetarian yeah. Mm. cheese patty. Like it's mm. literally cheese, like made into a patty. Yeah, yeah. whatever right so when they say cheeseburger it's cheese in india but here when they say cheeseburger it's, it's a ham. beef patty with cheese oh, on top of it yeah. like a slice of cheese Ooh. that's all i think it happens to a lot of indians when they go to america that's for a cheeseburger and they get beef it's so what do you do you gave that burger to frank like frank had that after thankfully he... frank was sitting there in front of <laughs> me and he yeah. goes he looks at me like uh Uh, and and then I also go, I do this nowadays. This is what I do. I say I'm a vegetarian, and then I and I place my order because if my order has some meat, the other person knows that there is like she doesn't eat meat. Because yesterday we went to a restaurant, Asian restaurant, and I that's what I did. I said I'm a vegetarian, and I want uh, braised eggplant with chili sauce. Like that's the name of the dish. When you see that, you think it's a vegetarian dish, right? <laughs> but in an asian restaurant even that will have pork in it so that lady looks at me and she's like oh but it has pork in it and i'm looking at her no pork and she's like okay 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 <laughs> but yeah, yeah i mean like the yeah so the cult there are like a lot of cultural differences like obviously that there like yeah. and like did you did, like what is like did you guys go like go through like any difficult phase or something like living in canada was there any like difficulties like that as such was there something like that happening or yeah like, yeah the long distance was tough and also uh for me when i went i so i went to the us for a bit before coming to canada i was living there for some time hmm. um and i didn't have any family around where i went and um it it is i mean it's fun the beginning you know you go and see the place uh, the sights and all that are pretty amazing yeah. and all that stuff so for for the first couple of maybe 3 3 months 3 months is fun because you're getting used to the new way of life you meeting a lot of new people um but then you suddenly realize you don't have you know family to visit on a regular basis exactly, yeah. especially for me because i was brought up entirely in bangalore uh, where my family is based and i hadn't really gone and worked anywhere else and so so yeah in the beginning it was quite tough i want to say uh from that 3 months to maybe 6 months you make a lot of friends you hang out with them but still uh missing your you know folks back home significantly right and that's i feel like a lot of people go through that stage and i can't imagine how it would have been for uh, earlier generations who Uh, migrated yeah. because they wouldn't have had video calls as much as we have or even phone calls for that matter um if you are just you know a lot of, we, we hear a lot of stories where people just get on ships and then come here by themselves and start living here and you know starting their own family okay they do that over a period of time but imagine doing that in a world where you can't stay in touch with your folks back home as much as you would right it's not like yeah it's not like you're going to like you know if it was somewhere like maybe if you were moving to like a country that's very close to you, maybe like china or thailand or something like that you'd be like yeah india is like still here it's like very close yeah. like you know yeah. just like get into a flight and come back but yeah. it's like it's in canada it's like way far away from like 
yeah you know, yeah you like, can and you can't afford to go like every few months right you go, i i try yeah. to go every back home i mean i have been going except for the covid year every year back home but you know the first time you move to a place like it it is a little difficult and it's not something that is quite obvious when you are traveling at least when i travel we had a lot of training from accenture which is where uh, i mm. moved to the us uh, from they gave us like a lot of cultural trainings and you know all these things but it would have been nice if they had also you know trained us as to how to deal with this kind of a situation where you're going to be put in an environment where you're going to be away from um you know just being indian too right like you you being indian all your life and then all of yeah, a sudden they won't they won't world. teach you they won't teach you that cuz it's like if they start teaching you that then you'll have second doubts as to whether or not you want yeah, to be there you'll yeah. be like i want to it's better if i just go back home you know like yeah, cuz they want you to yeah. work there so yeah they just want and, to push you off and make money off yeah <laughs> that that's what they don't want any hindrance like, to that they don't want anything the loneliness factor is like pretty, pretty like high up top yeah coming coming from coming from a place like chennai or bangalore going to cambridge ontario oof like 6 o'clock in the evening i am the only other person working on walking on the street you know so it's 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 a very it's that 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 messes your brain you know that's what messes your brain not the fact like of course your family all of that is there but that's all like you're trying to tell yourself okay fine you made a choice you hopped into a plane you came this far away you're going to study for a while you're going to go back or like you're going to find a job you're going to have family all of this is going to happen but like the very fact that you don't expect is you actually don't have people as much as people around you as you think you would you know because you're you come from a country where there are billion people who do look just like you who look just like you <laughs> yeah exactly they look like just like you they eat the food just like you, just you, like you. this is very different but also you have to uh, fight the fact that you don't have i mean you're going to make friends but they have their own families to deal with you know they they spend time with their own families quite a bit so i i feel like the loneliness kicks in after a couple of months and it's something that you don't get warned about when you're leaving yeah, India that's for, what, that's the thing. go abroad and do things because everybody's like you know I want to go to the US do this do that but there are a lot of things that you know when I went to when I when I was in Edinburgh I was there for like 4 months right and then I can't mm-hmm. I came back I finished my MBA back home and all that stuff but like that period when I was in Edinburgh that period was it was it was it was a difficult phase in my life uh, I wouldn't deny that but mm-hmm. like the cultural the cultural difference that i saw when i was in edinburgh was massive it was like you walk on the streets and you see people who um you know you don't like like you, you're not sure like as a as like for me like i am the kind of person who will talk to anybody but i didn't know like if i open my mouth too much whether i'll get slapped in the face <laughs> i'd be like this guy is talking too much i better just shut his mouth up once and for all you know like that so i mean like that was the big like i remember like i was in i was in college over there and i was i had finished one class and then like i got out of the class i didn't go, i didn't i didn't inform them that like i was going to take a leave the next day or something like that. so this lady is a white lady comes to me is like Why didn't you inform us that you weren't coming yesterday to class? And then I'm like, oh, I didn't know I was supposed to inform you. <laughs> I'm like, I'll do it next time. Don't worry about that, ma'am. But I'll do it next time. I'm like, sure, please, just come to our office and tell us exactly why you why you want to take a leave. I'm like, okay, cool, no problem, no problem. I'm like, what's wrong with these people, ma'am? Why are they so strict? <laughs> like, what's wrong oh, with wow. them? Wow. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, if, if you miss a class, you gotta tell your tell somebody that they're not oh, but there were people missing classes like left right and center like what they they got they're not saying anything they got they got they like me <laughs> i think they got to know that i was i was the one that needed to be disciplined first out of everybody else <laughs> 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 like, yeah, this, like, this guy this guy is this, 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 this guy is the guy going to cause all the problems like <laughs> discipline him first and then we'll we'll take care of the rest maybe they had a list and you were on the list that comment <laughs> yeah like hmm Well, you never know. Anu Aunty and Satish Uncle might have sent it, sent to that person saying, "You need to keep an eye on this guy." Yeah, they would be like, you know, class and all reprimanded him. That, that that mail itself, they would have interpreted as like, the, the, his parents don't like him that much. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, let's just like, like, let's just like give him a nice one, give him a nice lesson or whatever. 
That's the master plan. I don't know what actually happened. <laughs> that was the case, and they failed. I'm back here at home. Like I'm like, <laughs> yeah. How was the experience there for four months? Uh, it was it it was great. Like you know, apart from like you know, like I said, no, I have been through a difficult phase in my life in that yeah, period yeah, and all stuff. Yeah. I'm over that right now. But while I was there, like you know, I experienced a lot of stuff at the same time. You know, I kind of. Um, I went like I I made friends over there till the time that I was there. I made friends nice. over there. We we hung yeah, out. Yeah. We had like you know I remember I was in a hostel with all these like white guys in the in the hostel, and like it was just me in that in that one like we had a hostel and then like there was like a three floor hostel sort of thing. I was we were on the third floor, so I was in one room, and there were like two other rooms on the same floor basically. So like mm-hmm. we had a common kitchen, so I would like yeah. go to the kitchen and like we would like I would meet them and we would talk and like mm-hmm. like you know I would steal their food sometimes because like I was like I don't want to eat it. I don't I was that proper Indian that conjures and I was like okay okay like you know let me just take advantage of this, this situation. But then, <laughs> I was like yeah. I but I but even I also got some stuff I bought it. They they also ended up having that as well. So mm-hmm. like that is not a thing. Yeah. So like I mean like that just like that then you know. Mm-hmm. We, we I used to meet them uh, often. Then I had like friends in college when I was there. And mm. We met up. We went and you know we went went to a pub and you know we went to a couple of places. We went sightseeing. We saw the place. And yeah, I mean like initially when you're there, no, I was there for like four months. So initially mm. when I was there, it was like wow. I mean this is so cool. I mean like you're in a different place. Yeah. And, you know, you're seeing all the stuff and everything is so amazing. Everything is yeah. first of all everything is clean. I yeah. I read I read there. And I had a family friend who who was living there. Okay, so he came to pick me up over there. So I remember going in his car and you like driving. He was dropping me off to the hostel or whatever. I remember like the whole smoke was coming out of my mouth because it's so cold, no? That smoke comes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn, it was so cold. I couldn't even like stand properly. And I remember walking up. I was like, just, first of all, I looked around. I'm like, why is everybody just like? So slow. Why is everybody very slow here? Like everybody so slow. <laughs> it's like people are so damn slow, and people are like, "What's wrong with everybody?" And I was like, "I, you know, I have talked to this family friend of mine who's been living there for like so many years." Okay, so I'm uh, telling him like, you know, where do we go to get some? Where do you go get a cigarette, Ram? I'm not shocked. I'm like, where do you go get a cigarette? Because like, you know, I was like, so I was, you know, that that bro, I was like, you know. I had all these like you know when I came there I was I was acting all Indian okay then later on I was like okay let me just relax let me just chill out you know like let's just take it easy and after some time like when I went sightseeing and I when I made friends over there and when I spent time there then I got to know okay I mean there's a you know this is how people are like people are not going to be like you can't just go to a shop and say hey, can I can I just get you this or whatever you can't be like that you know because so then you get to know and then you understand but then after some time I was like man. Kind of, kind of boring. Like they don't talk much. Like they don't. Like, <laughs> there are no people on the streets. Like Bangkok is such a big city, and eight o'clock Starbucks close next to my house. Like there's no place. You, like my dog got stunk, and three thirty in the morning, I couldn't mm. find a medical shop to go. Mm. There's one twenty-four bar seven medical shop in the other end of the city, mm. and. And it's and it's so far away. Like imagine if we didn't have a car at that time or something, right? Like buses don't run. Like you have to catch a taxi and go. Like I just think I just think you don't think about all these things when you think about a city like Vancouver. You know, Vancouver is pretty. Is one of the is the top livable city they say. Like, and I'm wondering, oh God, factors are very different for someone <laughs> to evaluate what livable is. Like for me, livable is there should be a 24 bar seven. Medical shop. Life. Four o'clock. I should be able to go to a dosa stand and get dosas, you know, or like whatever. I don't. Know. It's 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 weird. I think priorities for everyone is different, and these are things that you will never know unless until you experience it in a city. Yeah. I I guess it depends on what people like, and I think people make a natural transition to cities uh, that they like, right? Like if you if you like a nightlife, you probably got to live in a different city than Vancouver, yeah. because over here people just like the mountains and hiking mm. and you know, going into the sea and doing stuff, which mostly happens during the day. So most people are like sleeping. 
and waking up early to do stuff like that right and you got to understand that and maybe migrate to a city where you have a lot more night life in north america but like how 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 many times are you, how many times are you going to be looking at the mountains dude like i mean come on like there has to be like a limit to how many times you're going to be looking at the mountain and the sea and all stuff i'm like yeah i mean yeah. They're, wow, they're, they're nice yeah. like but then like how many times you got to do it like, you can't like be camping over there and, you know i don't know dude you won't believe so camping you have camping's websites here right like you have to book your campsites and all and canadians are amazing at planning their camping trips and whatever they plan they plan really well and they plan really in advance of everything mm. that's going to happen so i keep joking to frank all the time because all the the parks canada website is so busy because your camp camping opens meaning 3 months before you have to book that's when they open so next weekend you have to go meaning people set alarms at 7 o'clock in the morning and they're all like sitting it's like it's like our irctc booking ah. but there's no tactical and i'm oh. saying start a tactical <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't you do that? Like people are Dude, mad about camping. Okay. First, of, first of all, they don't have. They need to have those shops on the side, you know, where yes, you can just. Yes, they need to. And where <laughs> where, where yeah. they can like just sell chaat and pani puri exactly. and all stuff. Exactly. One drama baya. Where <laughs> you like, have all these. They have. They have convenience stores, but the, it's not convenient at all. They don't. Sell, <laughs> they sell a whole packet of cigarettes. Yeah, you don't get the secret cigarettes. <laughs> you don't get to buy whatever there are there are all these like convenience stores which have lottery so and I you know the other buy. thing is like in bangalore the best part is like if you even if you even if it's like 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning you're like you can always get to a, you can always go to a store a, a liquor store and ask the guy because the, there'll be a guy sleeping inside the liquor store so you can <laughs> you can just knock on the thing and say bhaiya main aapko पचास रुपए और दे दूंगा आप प्लीज एक लीजिए people I was having a I was having a discussion with my cousin Nishka right so she lives in Toronto right now she's in Toronto mm-hmm. so like she was like telling me to come there and all that stuff so I was like you know I maybe I'll cuz she like you come here we spend like spend 2 months here in Toronto so I was yeah. like cool yeah. then I was yeah. like you know 2 months in Vancouver you guys also there yeah, yeah yeah and you you working from home too right so like if you not mm-hmm. taking a break you want to work sometime during that period you probably have that option as well yeah that's also there and I have saved so up some money break, also that's if you're taking a break that's great too right yeah yeah we keep calling like <laughs> we keep calling everybody people, Every, everyone <laughs> is there is like like yeah, yeah it's it's, a, it's, a, it's actually a really beautiful place if you want to mm. it's very relaxing um and uh, yeah you don't have a lot of night life and you know there's not a lot of but if i'm things. but if i'm coming um, i told my cousins to like if i'm coming they're going to have a road trip there has to be a road trip like around canada yeah. you guys will have you guys will also have to come yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah and road trips are great because you get to explore the culture in between not just in the destination right and um, yeah we have a lot of like beautiful like this place is called banff and jasper that you can go on trips from um, and even on the way you can see a lot of beautiful places you also have a lot of um, amazing islands around vancouver um, He, and they've got different cultures like they it's it's very interesting traveling to these islands 
and if you have a few months you can certainly do a few of those islands uh, i just need i just need a few months that's only thing I just need yeah, a few, yeah, I just, yeah. You, a few you can borrow our camping gear. Yeah, and, uh, and our bike. And uh, yeah, and then just go camping. <laughs> I'll take, I'll take everything that you guys have in the house. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Please take our dog too. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So, anyways, I think we'll, I think we'll wrap this episode up because I think we've already exceeded the time limit. <laughs> oh, okay. I've already done it again. I keep telling myself that it's gonna be fine. Yeah. Okay, but, you know, this is two I, episodes combined or something because two people are talking. No, I think whoever's reached up to this far, you're a loyal uh, supporter of this podcast. Uh, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> yeah, we should be entitled to twice the time actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you send me the check later on. <laughs> send me the send me the bill. How much? Are we? <laughs> you know, when I actually make some money out of this, which is probably never. Yeah, actually, I was thinking of advertising through you. Like, since you said we've been in a relationship <laughs> for so long, if anybody wants some relationship out there, Ad- dating advice, out advice. There, please contact either of us, Trinidhi or me, and we will be able to help you. At you guys should start your own podcast. You guys should start your own podcast and then how do I maintain my relationship for so long? <laughs> I don't think anyone wants that. By the way. Everyone, wants, everyone wants to find the one and then get out of the one very fast. No, you guys are the example of living in a relationship where, where you've not found the one. It's like for people who've not found the one. It's like for people who've not found the one. How do you live in a relationship for a long time? <laughs> We are so happy to be here and part of your special uh, podcast series and uh, I'm sure so many people are listening. I'm listening. I'm still on the fourth episode. So... Yeah. I hope that guy from Germany is still listening to my podcast. There was a guy from Germany. <laughs> I hope so. We love Germany. <laughs> Chalo. Anyways, thank you so much guys. Bye-bye. I'll talk to you guys later. Thank you so much for coming yes. to the podcast. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye. Right. Take right. care. One second.